This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, AJ. Ty 87 Kicks, the VP of the OMF Network. I am this week's guest on the Kicks and Shit Show. Catch me there. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby, episode 94 of the Kicks and Shit Show. Mm. I didn't get here, Jay. That's what I want to know. Well, you know, how, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, every day I wake up and ask myself, what the hell did I wind up <laughs> tethered to this woman? <laughs> My choice. That's how, everyone. My choice. <laughs> How are you? Where in the world are you this week? Ah, L.A. So t- tell us about L.A. and what is happening on the left coast. Heat wave. Well, it, spoiler alert, heat wave. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> um, you know my favorite season is bike short season. So even though I'm not really outside that much, I got a little bit of a glow from like the 20 minutes I got walking down the block to get some food yesterday. Um, it is 97 degrees at the beginning of April in LA. This is a life I'm not used to, you guys. Like, I love California. Yeah. I'm adjusting to this bi-coastal living. California dreaming. Uh, always California dreaming. But I, it's like, I'm not prepared for this. Like, my summer body ain't ready. Like, I gotta I gotta stay ready so I don't have to get ready. That's gonna be my, like, 2022 vibes. Now I understand why people say that. It's people in Miami and California and Southern California that say that. Every or, season is bathing suit season, which is, like, people, my people. nightmare. Or people say that so they don't find themselves on the wrong end of getting sucker punched, right? Like, again, don't have to don't have to get ready if you stay ready. I mean, um, when you have like borderline snowy weather before you come out here in New York, and then uh, ninety seven does sucker punch you a little bit <laughs> when you're not prepared for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I you know I love it out here. It's like a nice vibe. It's a nice change of pace. I'm learning the sneaker scene out here as well, which, like, you know me, I love the nuances of sneaker culture in different cities, mm-hmm. different vibes. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's different vibes within L.A., right? Because L.A. is such a Absolutely. massive place, right? I mean, you have the larger Los Angeles County, which a million places make up at Los Angeles County, right? Like Los L.A. proper, right? It's like like a the city. of America, basically. Th- then it's like Thousand place. Oaks and this place and that place. There's a million, right? Like a million places make up. Los Angeles County. So it's 
It's a pretty, yeah. pretty big area. It's, it's a big area. I'm still learning and exploring. I think like, you know, Little Tokyo for me is like one of those underrated neighborhoods, at least. I don't I don't know anyone that talks about it. Anytime I tell anyone I'm here, they're like, oh, I'd love to come do dinner by you, which normally I don't get that. So like very excited about that. But there, there's like a ton of great sneaker stores right here. Jason Mark mm-hmm. flagship is down the block, which is very beautiful when I need to get my sneakers cleaned from that like LA Vegas dustiness that, you know, seeps <laughs> into the suede. Yeah, um, yeah. So I've learned even stuff like that, but I don't know. It's a good vibe. How's that? How's things in New York streets, Jay? Raining. <laughs> it's been, it's, it's been an awfully rainy whole day. <laughs> and this is why I, I'm in LA half of my time, ladies Listen, and gentlemen. Listen, I, I cannot blame you for that. Speaking of LA, and I'll get back to me in a second. If you watched the show California Dream, on NBC when you were a kid? Uh, Part of that Saturday morning block uh, with Saved by the Bell and some other stuff? Step by step. (laughs) I'm a white girl from Jersey. Of course I watch that shit. Like, (laughs) come on. In California dreams. Oh, man. What a show, man. What what a show. What a time. Uh, Otherwise, it is... Your boys getting ready for the playoffs. Um, We got, you know, the regular season ends on Sunday. So when this comes out, it'll... Reckless season will already have ended. We'll be playing tournament by the time you guys are hearing this. And then that this coming Saturday will be playoffs begin. So it's exciting times out here in these streets. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to go to Memphis uh, for round one of the Grizzlies. You know, shout out to my Grizzly Cubs doing their things out, doing their thing down in down in Memphis. Um, my buddy Dexter, who you know, is like, oh, drive, you're going to be on Beale Street. And he did like, a, if Beale Street could talk, I was like, uh-huh, I see what you did there. But, you know, we uh, I'll, I'll see if I can, you know, get down there, do a little cover a couple of those first two games, you know, see what the vibe is in Memphis. They're they're really digging this team. It's, uh you know, it's a good time. Good time I, in the NBA. It's a good time in the NBA unless you're a Knicks fan. Um, last home well, game for Knicks is on Sunday uh, prior to when this episode comes out, which, you know, I will not have any thoughts on that, but still a loyal Knicks fan always. And the hope listen, is alive, Jay. You, the hope is always alive. Is it, though? Ride or die. Like, look, here's the thing, I am man. A like, I, I, I thought last season you guys really turned the corner mm-hmm. and some positive things were happening. This season, there was a bit of a regression. And, you know, it's funny. I was talking about this. You know, we're, we're not a basketball show. But I was talking about this with Dexter. And I was like, you know, it isn't so much about, like, we got to draft point guards. Because that's also a Knicks fan. We don't have a point guard. That's why we lose games late. And I'm like, that isn't your problem. The problem is because you got talented guys. And the way that the NBA is moving now, we're positionless. It doesn't, like, no point guard, shooting guard, none of that shit matters. You know what the Knicks are void of right now? Dudes with high basketball IQ. Okay, like they're talented and skilled for sure, but you need to be smart. So when you know when you got a 20 point lead in the fourth quarter and there are matchup advantages in your favor, you work to exploit those constantly until the other team figures out a way to stop it. Don't start doing some other shit and like messing up and like, you know, so that's really their problem. I just feel like and I, I love RJ. I think I think he's really good, super talented. The IQ part of the game hasn't caught up. As quickly, right? I mean, there are parts of the game, uh, some games recently where I'm just like, oh, I wouldn't have done that right there. You probably should have done, right? It's just like these little nuances that take some time to learn. So, you know, hopefully the Knicks over the next, you know, this summer with the draft and with free agency and whatever, again, they get more talented, skilled guys, but they also get high IQ, you know, continue to draft guys who just understand the game and who know, because it's not about like we need a point guard. It's like, no, just figure out, just do smart shit. 
right? Like do smart things and play the game smartly, you know? No, I agree. And I think, you know, with D Rose being hurt a good portion of this season too, like he's someone that kind of brings in that mentorship, especially like, Mm -hmm. and the experience. So Mm -hmm. I, I think like we really felt, the fact that he wasn't a presence or able to be a presence this season in the way that like he helped guide us and lead us along with Julius Randle before the fans kicked in to the promised land of the playoffs. Mm, mm, yeah. Indeed. But I got to ask you though, Jay, mm. are you going to do some sneaker shopping in Memphis? You know, it's funny that you mentioned that I'm definitely going to check out the Memphis cult- sneaker culture, see what's happening down there. Check out a couple spots, um, reach out to some folks that I know. Be like, all right, show me some sneaker spots. So we might have a Feats in the Streets segment from Memphis. Calm yourself. We'll see. I got I got to see what's out there, you know, tap in with the with the people that I know down there and see what's happening. But, yeah, I think a, I think a Feats in the Street Memphis might be good. Um, you know, it's funny, right? So you, you're, you're like, let's say you're going to a game, right? And most people, it's like, whatever. They got their fit. And like, if I'm in media row, like, it's not, I'm not really, like, fit it out like i mean i'm gonna wear stuff but i'm not like i'm not necessarily thinking about i'm not oh that's not the first thought in my head but it's also like all right if i'm going to a game and going to memphis like what i have this weird thing about like do i wear breads to a team that doesn't sport bread colors like you know it's like it's just kind of weird like i know it's a weird thing i have in my brain at all i very much appreciate that actually (laughs) i don't think that's weird i think it's it's cognizant of the team it's a respect right it's like and neutral colors in sneakers doesn't necessarily mean a neutral color depending on what team or opponent you're going to go see right correct Say, I mean, this is not necessarily what's happening, but like, say Memphis is playing Brooklyn, and you're like, I'm gonna wear neutral black and white sneakers. Well, that's not right. Where Brooklyn but- at? <laughs> like, exactly. I think you know, depending exactly. on how things shape up and where the exactly. where the really. lineups lie. I exactly. Think, like, if if a red is not a colorway of a team, I think that's a classic colorway for sneakers. Mm-hmm. You cannot go wrong with that. I mean, I went mm-hmm. to the Clippers game recently. You know, a couple weeks ago. Yep, you had the breads on. Patent breads that uh, mm-hmm. got the assist from our man Jr. at Shoe Plug, right? Like mm-hmm. patent breads, like something like that. That's a classic style, a classic colorway. Never go wrong. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. So I'll see. I mean, right now it looks like Memphis will likely end up playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, but they're still playing games to be played on that on the Timberwolves end to figure out will they in fact get the seven seed or will the Clippers possibly get that or who knows. But anyway, that's the situation there. Shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Gabby, speaking of sneakers and shoe plugs and people tapped into the culture, coming up we have a guest who is very tapped into sneaker culture. Um, I believe he's a Midwest guy, if I'm not mistaken. Um, speak, speaking of breads, <laughs> um, he, might, bread. he might be from uh, the Windy City. But anyway, stay tuned. We're going to find out next who that is. What's good, y'all? We are back. And Gabby, we are not alone. We are joined by sneaker collector, content producer, wrestling aficionado, AJ Ty, aka you people out there on those Instagram streets, know him as Ty eighty seven kicks. What's up, my guy? Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. We appreciate it. So I, I said this in the in the last segment before you came on that I might be doing some traveling for the NBA for playoffs, and I was like, man, do I wear breads in a place where it's a team that's gotten that's not breads? And I was like, well, we're going to have a guy who's from the bread area <laughs> on yeah. now from Chicago. So what's yep. up, man? What's going on in the Windy City? How are you feeling about your Bulls first and foremost? 
I mean, Windy City is always cold. It's <laughs> raining. It's been raining the last two straight weeks. And we might get some snow today. I don't know. It's just, Wildin'. it's one of those like in Chicago, you got to wear a hoodie, jeans, shorts, and Timberlands or something because you don't know <laughs> what's going to happen outside. Um, but for the Bulls, I mean, you know, solid team. I know they fell off a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but I just feel like this is the first year that they came back like super strong with like all these new like superstars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it Just like anything, chemistry needs to build. Mm-hmm. They have it there. Mm-hmm. I think they just needed this season to get over whatever hump they're going to have. And then from there, you know, yeah. I like it. I like it. I, I, I kind of feel bad for them. I wish that the Lonzo ball thing really hurts because yeah. when you guys put Lonzo and Caruso out there, like, oh man, that is a torture chamber for opposing offenses. They are so good at point of yeah. attack. And Lonzo's so good at hitting ahead and obviously can knock down an open three, good, good playmaker, push the pace. Like that that Bulls team, listen, for a long time, like you guys were at the top of the Eastern Conference. But, you know, I, yeah. I see good things ahead and in yeah. the future. All right, man. People are watching this right now. We're on video. Those of you who are listening to the podcast, you can't see. But AJ's clearly in his sneaker room. And there's just clear drop top front boxes all over the place. The man's been collecting for 25 years. Mm -hmm. There's like a billion sneakers back there. So I got to ask you, man, when did you fall in love with sneakers? Oh, it started about, well, I'm 35. I just turned 35 in February. I've been collecting. It's been about 25 years. Um, And it's not like I've just been collecting every, like, you know, I've been in love with the with the culture, right? Because mm-hmm. the culture is more than just sneakers. I look at it as music, fashion, art, sneakers. They're all sports. They all go together. Um, and for me, what got me into it is growing up, we grew up not as blessed as certain people, you know, like we had. So when you grow up, uh, you're humbled, right? Mm-hmm. So when you could only have, like, when you grow up single mom, and she would get us whatever we wanted, but it would be like more like, okay, we can get this pair of sneakers and, you know, you get whatever. And me and my uh, my younger brother, Ali, who is another big into the sneakers, mm-hmm. um, it was more like, all right, cool. We like this. But now when you get to the point where you can afford it, any shoe you want, and, you know, certain companies blessing, we, blessing me with shoes, <laughs> it's game over. But it, it, it's one of those, like, the, it's, it's, the, it's the art of the hunt because now I'm yeah. going back to what I couldn't afford and getting what I can now. Yeah, I, I like that, man. So uh-huh. what, was that, what was that first pair that, like, when you were younger, couldn't afford that, but the minute you could, it, you, you, you got? The Chicago ones and the bread ones mm. because back – Back back then, I mean, they were you were able to get them because I don't know a lot of people don't realize, but um, before you know when they were originally came out, they were like the ninety dollars and mm-hmm. the sixty four dollars yep. and whatever. Uh, back in like two thousand one and stuff, they were one hundred and twenty bucks. And then you can literally walk into Finish Line, Foot Locker, Champs, and they were sitting there. But at that point, we really couldn't. I mean, we could somewhat at that point but it was just like man i need these shoes because being from chicago watching mj and the bulls and the black and red that a lot of my shoes are black and red it's just it's just that color Mm -hmm. even though chicago Mm -hmm. colors are not black and red it's the (laughs) baby blue white and you know red Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it just wound up happening so chicago ones and the uh bread ones were the, the shoe i needed 
That's in that DNA. And I like that you talk about how sneakers used to sit on shelves because I feel like a grandma, when yeah. I say that to people, it's like the no, gilded it's age that we're talking about. Like you yeah. would go in and you could get your size or, you know, if, if you didn't get it on the raffle day, people would return it instead of reselling yeah. it if it didn't yep. fit or, or something like that. And I, I also love that you talk about the art of the hunt. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's something like, I'd love to know a little bit more about that. And like, what is the craziest yeah. story that you've had? Um, to, to get a pair of yeah so for me the when i say art of the hunt right even now till this day i'm always looking i'm you know i'm on ebay i'm on literally i think we talked about this like you know i've been on ebay since 2005 gabby likes that I love that. You know, I, like, I think I might so, be by year, but I'm a little older. So it's yeah, like to, uh, it was like end of yeah, early early 2005 is when you know I, w- I was I jumped on eBay and it was always like man, what can I find? You know, like what put in these weird uh, search and I'll just find a shoe that I'm just like oh my god, I need these. So even till this day, every night and she would ask my wife, I'm in bed or I'm sitting there. I need an hour of just searching eBay. Because with, <laughs> for, for me, it's like I'll go back and I'll search like 2005 dunk lows. And mm. 2005 for dunks were amazing. You know, like I used to go to Journeys. I used to go to uh, Pac Sun, all these stores that used to carry dunks. And now those dunks are like – and resellers are going to sell them for three, 400 bucks. I'm like, man, I paid like $45 for these yeah. In, yeah. in Journeys. And luckily uh, – Actually, even last night I hit, uh, you know, on some shoes on eBay. Um, I found some dunks from 2007 that I, and it's all about color for me. I love mm-hmm. it. I love meaning behind the shoe. But back in before 2007 or 2008, it was, it was the colorway of the shoe. But people didn't realize Nike used to put, you know, meaning behind that colorway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like one of my favorite ones that I got off eBay was the Millie Vanillies. People didn't mm-hmm. realize. They're like, why are the uh, why are the uh, the laces like this? Like that was for their dreads, you know. They had the music mm-hmm. note on it and mm-hmm. everything. So like, you know, stuff like that. That mm-hmm. that was for me. Yeah. And yeah, it's all little, just a little bit of story and detail. And the craziest shoe for me to find is, and this is before the prices got it. I wanted a pair of eighty five breads. Mm. I looked and looked and looked, and I originally had a pair. Um, I originally had a pair that I, and I still have my original pair sitting on the other side over there in the case, but I wanted to buy another pair. Cause I always like to, if I love the shoe, I want to have two pairs mm-hmm. regardless of whatever I, man, I got lucky at 85. This is before the hype got it. I think I got it for like 600. If wow. that. And back then, and back then, back then 600 was a lot of money for me. You know, I was just like, Oh my God. And now, but I was saved, save, 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 you know? And then, um, and now you to find a pair of you can't even get the the twenty sixteen breads for six hundred dollars. No, you can get that on like Sotheby's. That's where that's where you get the yeah. Sotheby's. Like, <laughs> Christie's elite elite auction yeah. houses. Yeah. yeah, no, but eBay eBay needs to eBay needs to sponsor me as much money as, as I've been with them and stuff. But I am actually I I was a part of their um their top star. So I was one of the from what I was told I was one of the original ones that got put on. So. It's only the original group, man. I get asked about that all the time, about that Top Stars program, by the way. Yeah. I am not a member of it, but I have tried. I bought so many sneakers on eBay. If you guys are yeah. listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but it's a great I program. Think, so that's, that's super yeah. good. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think uh, through from from them is like over two hundred pairs that I've easily. Oh, wow. And it's like I'm random like stuff like. Yeah. yeah. You can get inventory at retail. It's that. It's like no, no. I'm talking uh, about just in general with eBay. Oh, like what I bought. Yeah. yeah, but but the top star, uh, I think it's only since we started, it's only been three times they've done it. So mm-hmm. for what I've, yeah. So yeah, it's one of those things. It's like an urban legend, but like yeah, it's here, y'all. It exists. <laughs> How have you seen? Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about. Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture you are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than butcher box so sign up at butcherbox.com dings d-i-n-g-s and get our special deal ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline the sneaker game in terms of like copying uh evolve over the last 25 years because you you've been in it from different inflection points right like to your point where i can go in the store finish line foot locker chance whatever grab whatever i want the shelf now that's not a thing i mean although shout out to our good our good friend waz always says if you really love sneakers you can go into any sneaker store and find something that you like that part is true. Yeah. Now, are you going to find bread? No, you're not going to find those no. things. No. But you're going to find something you like. But what what have you seen in terms of the evolution of sneaker collecting over the last 25 years? So f- for me, what the craziest thing I've seen change is social media, right? Going to sneakers app and Instagram and this and that. Back when I was doing it, when we started, it was Nike Talk. Yeah. It was Soul Collector. 
It was uh, sneaker files. It was stuff like that that we would uh, we wouldn't even know what was coming out until they posted. Now people know like, hey guys, this is going to be loaded on the back end of this website. Mm-hmm. And like, how? You know, mm-hmm. I wish I wish we had. But see, I do and I don't because that's what made us. That's what made the sneaker community close back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't camp out now, but we mm-hmm. used to go camp out. And mm-hmm. think about camping out in December in Chicago. Oh, hell no. For, I don't know if you guys remember those uh, LeBron Chamber of Fears that came mm-hmm. out. A few mm-hmm. years. You know, like they did the whole thing for all the cities. And the Chicago one was awesome. Um, you know, we sat there. Everybody was there. And it was one of those, like, now, I don't know. I haven't camped outside, but I've seen, like, fights and this and that. Back then, it was like, hey, man, you got to go to the bathroom? They're like, oh, you got to go to the bathroom? All right, cool. We got your spot. Just go run it. And, you know, mm-hmm. people used to mm-hmm. watch out. Hey, I'm going to go run and get some hot chocolate. You guys want some? And then mm-hmm. that's how it was. We got close. And, you know, the people that we met and the one person I met, and I still remember until that day, is a guy named Chris. And he was um, talking about opening a store or working for a store, like, you know, that's going to be opening in New York, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, dang. He was telling us about it. It turned out this was the Chris, original Chris from Flight Club. <laughs> so, and he, and it was, and this is when, you know how they say New York comes out? Mm-hmm. He yep. had his squad out there, but it was like respectful. Like, like, hey, like, hey, I'm here. I got 10 guys back there. They're not going to cut, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's what it's crazy. And it wound up being, I don't, I believe, I don't think he's any, you know, right. he's not with them anymore, player, but yeah. Yeah. to, to meet one of the OGs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. But that's how we found out. It was like uh, Nike yeah. talk. Yeah. It would be, um, you know, hey, where do we find the shoe? Check out, uh, you know, Leaders or mm-hmm. check out mm-hmm. Uprise in Chicago. That's the only way we found out. But that's the craziest part. Like to see, and now people don't even get out of it. The, they're just, this is what happens. Roll out of bed, sneakers, and then boom. <laughs> I don't even roll out of bed. I mean, if, if I'm, <laughs> I'm popping drops when I'm out West Coast, I'm like 7 a.m., one eye is open, and I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Nice, and and I have such bad luck on the apps. I mean, I still try, but I, I'm like, I for sure I'm blacklisted. I have to be. <laughs> <I'm blacklisted. laughs> it has I'm to be. Really, it's, uh, it's like yeah, but, you know, I feel like that app. Yeah. But you have I mean, the relationships I, with the people yes. that you made, right? And that is what helps you. You yeah. know, if you're, you know, if you're not, because now you're at a stage where you get seated a lot of stuff, which is, you know, I that's yes. where a lot of collectors get that. But before then, you'd have to reach out to the people you knew. Hey, man, I'm trying to get my hands on this size 11, whatever, whatever. Can you, can you hook me up? And I'm a 10, 10 and a half. So that makes it worse because every, I feel like everybody and their mother is a 10, 10 and a half. <laughs> so it's just like, I oh, we got seven one 10, pair. 10 and a half. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, hey, we might have a pair. I got you. And, you know, crazy thing is like, even back then, they'd be like, if they were um, another story, like the DMP, you know, when the DMP mm-hmm. 11s and 60s mm-hmm. came out, uh, there was this guy, I'm not going to say his name, but it was finish line. And he's like, oh, I got you on a pair. No problem. I'm only going to just give me 50 bucks over. That back then, 50 mm-hmm. bucks, like, dang. But like now, if you think about it. Shoot. That's a. Like yeah. A high five and a yeah. That's just like, all right, here. I would give him 100 bucks. <laughs> you know? yeah, but, yeah. but because now, like, the minimum of that is like, a thousand dollars like yeah um like i said but you build a relationship back then and at one point it was like you know what i got you you buy so many from me you know i got you but that's how it was i mean it it, you know one of things we always talk about is i mean of course sneakers are a commodity right because they're bought and sold um but 
they mean diff- they mean such a different thing to people who are part of the culture and who love it in terms mm-hmm. of like what it represents, how it makes them feel, a shoe that's made for them, or it's got a particular um, collaboration with something that they vibe with. You know, how do you feel about the over commodification of it? Because it's always been a commodity, but now it's mm-hmm. like, all right, this mm-hmm. is legit. Like people are just wilding out right now. I just feel like certain shoes are just getting left behind because there's no um, collab behind it. Uh, to, to be honest, like people are always like, oh, I need to go on sneakers app. If you go on Nike's app, they got some fire stuff sitting over there. Mm-hmm. Like one of the craziest, like it's the uh, Air Max 90 Terrascapes. Mm-hmm. They look just like, you know, they look just like the off-whites, mm-hmm. you know, like. I bought two pairs because I wound up having a coupon. I got them for one twenty a piece, and they were originally like one fifty or something. But they're a great shoe. I tried them on. I'm not. I'm not the one that like. Oh my god, because I have the Air Max nineties of mm-hmm. you know of the off white. I'm not doing it to copy it. I'm like, but this is a style. What's hot right now? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, like just because it doesn't, I I look at it this way. It could be a pair of mids, right? I have a lot of mids in my collection because I that's great. back in the, in 05, 06, we used to wear mids. That's yeah. what we liked. And that's what I wear what I like. I don't care what anybody says. If I like it, I will wear it. Um, but now mids are, there's a taboo behind the mids. It's missing one eye hole. I mean, you're talking about nine versus eight. Listen, Come on now. It's not that even tell. I don't know why people yeah. wear mids so much. I don't know. It, I, I don't know. I, I honestly feel mids have better colorways. Absolutely. And, you know, like there's a colorway that came out that had three different shades of gray on it. And the quality of those, that suede looked amazing, you know? Yeah. Even there was a picture of MJ who had a pair of mids on. They're like, oh, no, why is he wearing mids? He owns a damn company. He can wear whatever he wants. He doesn't have to. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have to keep wearing highs. You know, like I've seen him in person. He's he rocks one lows all the time. Like <laughs> He's actually in, in those, uh, one of those, the, the court, uh, the ones that he wore for, in, in the documentary, they're not even uh, yeah. retros. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Say the last dance. Yeah. He wore those all the time or he would wear flip flops or he'd wear dress shoes. He, you know, he wears heat, but he wears mids. But That's what was so funny about that care. picture. Like that picture. I remember, I think I even sent it to you, Jay, yeah. that the comments I think was my favorite part. And I'm like, if MJ wears it, like, Come on, mm-hmm. you guys. Like, everybody dropped the hate. And then everyone's like, MJ doesn't know how to dress. Why are we taking <laughs> style tips from him? And I was like, yo, why is everybody hating But so you're much? wearing his shoe. The, but you exactly. guys are, like, yeah. fighting exactly. over his sneakers. I mean, it's his sneakers. At the end of the day, he has to approve what comes out, what doesn't come out. So, you know, but now, like, two years ago when we were talking about this, about the whole, like, how the, the, the sneaker community is, like, you know, the game is, like, changing. And two years ago, I, I was on um, another video uh, with another friend, Unbreakable Kicks. I was just like, hey, we talk. he's like, what do you see it? I'm like, give it about two to three years. People are going to go crazy over mids. And he's like, no, 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 no. You go to every sneaker event right now, on every table, you will see at least 10, 15 mids. Mm-hmm. And the mids are selling for 200, 250. I'm like, yeah. what happened? I thought nobody I thought nobody wanted mids. Like, That's what's what going on? Yeah, yeah. You know, so, Yeah. That, that's the part that I don't get is, is people dog on them, but you can't get them. They are out right away on sneakers app, all those apps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's buying them. So, yeah. uh, AJ, you know, you do a lot of stuff around the sneaker cons and content production around there and sort of highlighting different things. You know, once people talked about how you how that journey began. Right. So once people started seeing you as a serious collector, like, was it just as simple as. 
they saw you and said, hey, man, we got to get you up here and doing stuff. Like, how did you then turn into someone that champions the culture and helps, you know, uplift um, some of the smaller cons and different things? So it, it's it was, um, you know, I started behind the scenes. I was always like helping, you know, friends grow like, hey, you need this sneaker. We can talk about it. Let's see, you know, give you the detail. I'm always about the story behind sneakers. I'm one of those guys. I can tell you a story behind one of every sneaker that I have. That's just me. Um, it started a few, like four years, four or five years ago uh, with, you know, um, I was a part of this brand called Kicks, and they're massive on Instagram. You know, I helped, uh, I was uh, running their operations at that time. And, you know, they hit us up and we're just doing our stuff, you know, videos and, you know, and this, this page has 1.2 million followers. So people were watching us. It's not like they weren't. Um, and then SneakerCon, I guess, saw me over and over and saw the team. They're like, hey, why don't you guys come out and come out to Cleveland? Just have fun. We did our thing. I guess it's the presence we made because we weren't there like, oh, my God, you're this person. No, we went there, did what we had to do, showed just we first of all, we weren't expecting anything out of this. We we're just like, mm-hmm. oh, they invited us. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And this is the, one of the first times like and if you haven't been to a Cleveland sneaker con, that line is ridiculous so for us to be like oh my god we don't have to wait in this line anymore we literally walked to the front <laughs> they escorted us and hey enjoy so we did our thing after the event was over they're like hey man we love your presence we love what you do we would love for you to get on stage and i'm like to do what you know <laughs> i wasn't expecting i was like to do what and they're like hey do you want why don't you just host our panels i'm like okay got like a little you know uh breakdown of what they wanted done mm-hmm. and you know we got to denver and from there it was just history we, i revamped their whole um sneaker, sneaker panels bringing in certain guests guests mm-hmm. that i was cool with were coming in you know from the state or from out of the state flying in influencers so when i took over i was bringing in the top top influencers at the time uh, i just felt that that's what the culture needed because believe it or not, these sneaker influencers are celebrities to certain people, mm-hmm. right? They, mm-hmm. You might, people might think like, they're not celebrities, but not to you, but mm-hmm. to somebody who watches their videos every single day. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, if I'm able to bring this person into your city and you can come and say hi to him and shake up with him, mm-hmm. that makes, it, it could change anybody's life. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, you know, you don't have to be an NBA player or, cele- like, or a rapper or an actor. This one person could change it up for that one person. Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. I did. You know, like I started bringing in people from Wild and Out. Conceited is one of my great friends. He started coming out. Um, you know, I brought out uh, Ty Young. For, she used to play in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy Brown Jr., who was, mm-hmm. you know, on the Bulls. Like mm-hmm. all these, like all these people were coming out, like as favors. Like, hey, we got you. Let's do this. Let's do this. And we were having fun. And then with eBay, uh, then eBay came along after. Um, I I stopped. I stopped right as eBay came up because uh, my contract was over with them. And then from there, it was just like, at that point, people were just like, I was getting every, I was flying out three times, I think three times a month. I was in a different state, mm-hmm. like three events. Mm-hmm. And I was just seeing 100, 200, 300 followers per weekend. I'm mm-hmm. like, what is going on? Like, uh, I remember there was something in, in the Washington DC event and I jumped a thousand followers hmm. in eight hours. And I was like, did my thing get hacked or spammed? <laughs> but 
it wound up being that um, one of the guests I had was she was a WNBA player. She tagged me, mm. and they saw like what I was wearing. Then they, mm-hmm. you know, when they look, they're like, "Oh, I like mm-hmm. his page. Let me go follow it." And I was just mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, <laughs> can I follow you wrong? Like, <laughs> why don't you tag me one more time? I'll get another." But then from there, it just kept on, and now I'm at over sixty five thousand, and it's, I just feel like I'm 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 grateful for that because it's all organic. You know, yeah. I've I I answer every DM every every comment i i try to you know like there's some people that go into the request and they're like and, and even if it's a week later i'm like hey I'm, i apologize to them i'm like i didn't know i'm sorry like my dms are going crazy but um that's how it started it yeah. went from there and then after that all these other um uh, events were like hey man we see what you're doing there we would love for you to come over and then i went to sneaker games i did mm-hmm. sneaker games for a while and then i did sneaker games in uh in new york new jersey uh, that was another massive show, but they're more just, they just stick in uh, New York side. Uh, that's when I first met Dave East. Awesome mm, guy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how it works. Like when I, and I met Nigel Sylvester and mm-hmm, these guys mm-hmm. and, and they, I, I just feel like they, they get a certain presence off me. I'm not like, Hey, you want to follow me? No. And they're like, yeah, Hey, what's yeah. your Instagram? Yeah. Then we start, you know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. how I, I build relationships. And the rest is history after it, that. Then I took over sneaker travelers and Yeah. AJ, what you're talking about, though, and obviously we're sneaker shows, so that's what we talk about, but like that model of what you're talking about, we often talk to people who ask us, oh, we love what you get to do, blah, blah, blah. How do you make it happen? And it's like, you know, so many things in the world are about, you know, you see all these articles on like the internet. It's like how to hack your way to X, Y, and Z. How to, and it's like all these like quick ass shortcuts on how you get to do whatever the yeah. thing is. And the reason why you're so successful in what you do is because first, Number one, it starts from true love and authenticity. This is who you are as a person. And you'd yeah. be doing this if nobody was following you, if you had, right? It, that's just that's just who you yeah. are. So that's number one. And that comes through as you do it, right? And then people yeah. saw the genuineness. Yo, man, this guy's dope. And then one thing leads to another and another and another. And your, your passion naturally about it just comes out. And that's how you get the opportunities. And that's what people... Yeah. Don't understand. It's it's a it's a slow build, man. You don't just go. All right, let me do my five hacks, and then tomorrow I got a hundred thousand followers, and I'm on all these. Sh-. It's like no, man. Like you gotta you gotta really be about it if this is what you yeah. if this is what you say. And it's the yeah. mm-hmm. no. That's uh, for me. It's just like I look at it this way. If Instagram and social media was to end today, I would still be doing what I'm doing. It's just because of the relationship that I built because I just don't keep it like, you know, it's one of those, like, I don't just say, Hey, I'm just going to talk to you on Instagram. No, these people like actually text me and they call me. And so it's one of those, like, I would still continue my relationship with whoever it is. You know, I'm me on stage, off stage, on the street, in the car. I'm the same guy you'll meet. I, it's very hard to tick me off. I just tell people, you really have to push my buttons to really (laughs) get me mad. Um, and you know, it's just the relationships you build. You know, like we built such a such a strong team, and even now with all our part, like our companies, because you know now now I'm owners and part partners in companies that we're helping the community. So mm-hmm. that's that's what my goal is. I love that. Um, I know we linked up at SneakerCon in Atlanta. Are you still going to a lot of the different cities, or do you still have a crazy travel schedule now that things are opening up? It, it yeah it. it I, I slowed down for a little bit from December till now. I just kind of took a little chill. But I've been doing most like a bunch of events in Illinois and Chicago and the Midwest have been happening. I've been doing that. Uh, you know, I 
I have my first son. He just turned one in February. Mm -hmm. So I want to spend as much as time with him as I can because I was just traveling insane amounts. I would come back, fly back out, you know, to wifey. I told him, like, look, I'm doing this for you guys. At the end of the day, this is for you guys. They're like, but you're having fun. Yeah, but the money's going into your, your account. So, <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, work, yeah. yeah, no, but see, um, I, I slowed down a little bit. Uh, it will pick back up again. I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be in uh, Denver uh, for SneakerCon. Uh, then I believe LA, they just announced LA will be there. Um, I'm going, I have an event on the 16th in Chicago that we, uh, I'm going to be hosting. You know, I've also partnered up with Monster, so I'm going to be doing bringing Monster mm. Energy to a bunch of these um, little, like I used to call them, indie events. So okay. giving, you know, giving these smaller events the big event feel. If I can connect them with my Monster Connects with these bigger uh, companies, like you know, like they go to these other events and they like it, they're just like, oh my god, we feel the same. So, but yeah, it is picking up. Summer is going to be insane. I know I'm going to uh, Dubai in mm. June. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I'll be in D Dubai in June. I, July, I believe, is Australia. Um, but that's not only just uh, sneaker events. There's also wrestling stuff that I'm doing there, too. So, Well, you know, up. and knowing that you're a wrestling fan, we just had WrestleMania. Yes. How did you feel about the main events and everything? I mean, look, I, I mean, I haven't turned on wrestling since God knows how long. I mean, my last probably favorite person I watched on wrestling was like The Rock at like his heyday. Like, I don't like I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Rock, Rock, I think Rock's coming back very, very <laughs> soon. Back. I love that. Oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> there's there's certain people on TV that are, I think are going to challenge. But WrestleMania was awesome. It was, you know, for people who it was a long two days, you know, it was a third, it was a Friday where they had the induction of the hall of fame. Mm -hmm. And then they had, um, you know, a lot of these other like impact wrestling and ring of honor mm -hmm. and everything on mm -hmm. Friday. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends that wrestle for a lot of these events. So I was actually supposed to be there that weekend. Mm. It's just, again, I just didn't want to be away from mm -hmm. home for so mm -hmm. many days because then Monday I have meetings and stuff and I'm like, Oh my God, then I'm going to be mm -hmm. have sleep. Mm -hmm. You know, how can I tell my business partners and stuff? Well, I had fun this weekend, so I can't be in the meeting, you know, <laughs> I was at WrestleMania. it was cool. <laughs> yeah. It, it was cool. Yeah. You know, Cody Rhodes came back. Um, a friend of mine, Trey Miguel, uh -huh. uh, who, who wrestles for impact wrestling. Mm -hmm. He retained his title, mm -hmm. uh, Tasha Steele, who, mm -hmm. uh, who she is the world champion over there. She retained her title friend of mine chris bay who is one of the members of the infamous bullet club he uh they won their their match and you know i have the world champion moose who used to be a former nfl player um you know it, it, it's a blessing to know all these guys because they'll be backstage and like sending me pictures like oh look what look what i got on feet look what i got on feet <laughs> and it, it's just it's really cool so you know um they actually impact wrestling actually uh brought me out to their kentucky event they mm -hmm. did like a um pay-per-view and stuff and man they treat I, like i said i have friends in wwe and AEW, but impact just made you feel like family that's what i'm about yeah like yeah. i've never met these guys the, one of the main guys like scott demore came up to me he's like hey you, you good you want some catering i was like <laughs> can i get a job like you, you, just, you know but, but it's one of those like i even tell him like i'll work for y'all for free it's just i just love like yeah. it's one of those i love if I love something, yeah. I want to be a part of it. Yeah. So that's yeah. why, you know, working with these wrestlers is a dream come true for me because now not only am I working with them, they're part of our OMF network, the On My Feet network, which um, 
you know, I'm, I'm partners with, but I'm actually also managing them. So I'm their mm -hmm. managers, mm -hmm. which is a huge thing, you know, like who yep. think like, yep. oh my God, I used to watch this guy on TV two, three years ago. Now he's texting me <laughs> that he got new sneakers, you know, so. <laughs> I love that. And speaking of what you get on your feet, we're going to get the shoe and tell in a moment. Um, But you have a connection to a very interesting uh, store, if you will, online store in, <laughs> in, 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 in Chicago. Um, it's actually, no, it's in Orlando. It was in Orlando. Okay, in, in Orlando. Yeah. Um, And, you know, people have had some issues when they try to get raffles. There's been some things. But talk about your connection to uh, the Trophy Room store. So the Trophy Room, uh, you know, I've been part of their family for – four years now since they've opened i've been probably one of their biggest supporters um because not only do i know marcus jordan my brother ali who is another big part mm -hmm. of the company um you know is there like left and right that's how they work you know and i'm one of that that i'm one of those guys that i've been in this company my brother has been in this world for so long to just give a little input like hey this is doing this this is doing that but it's a blessing to be a part of this, you know, uh, this company, you know, um, to get seated stuff and to get access to stuff. But people are going to say stuff regardless here. And, you know, for me, it's just like, nobody's ever going to be happy with anything. Um, but you know, they just reopened. They did a soft opening last week. Um, and now they're, you know, mm -hmm. they're open. They actually mm -hmm. did a bunch of drops. They actually re-released the Trophy Room ones mm. to like people who came, who uh, showed up. People waited like two, three days in line. Uh, I had friends that were out there like, hey, we're out here. Can you make <laughs> anything happen? I'm like, let me see what I can do. I'm not even there, but right. okay, let me see what I can do. You know, but I made sure they got taken care of, like make sure they were in line. Nobody got special treatment. I was just letting, like, hey, man, this guy's been waiting here. Why don't you let him in? You know, a lot of these guys, the guys who – mess with me don't even want the shoes they mm -hmm. just want to be in the area so they yeah, just wanted to go yeah. take videos and stuff so for them if you're only going if they want to they're like hey man we just want to get some footage all right cool you don't have to wait mm -hmm. six seven hours i'll yeah. get you in so yeah. that's how i was but it, it, it's um it's, it's a blessing let's like, just say that i don't have to worry about any shoes <laughs> i love that well folks speaking of shoes coming up next america's favorite segment shoe and tell Presented by Another Lane, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks. Now, this is a man, uh, Ty87 Kicks, who's been collecting shoes for over 25 years. I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to see some hot fire coming our way. So, stay yeah. tuned. Peace. What's good, y'all? We are back, and you know what time it is. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by AnotherLane.com. Listen, I talk about Chad Nadina all the freaking time on here. Listen, talk about... AJ talked about the culture and the people like, yo, if you trying to be in the sneaker culture, you got to be down with Chad and Dina Jones. I mean, his name is Sneaker Galactus for crying out loud. Like if you're not, if you don't really know and rock with that dude, I don't know what to tell you. So make sure you guys head over there. Anotherlane.com. Check it out. Now, AJ, as I said, I'm sure you got heat for us. So the floor is yours, my friend. Show us what you got. All right. So I want to do something a little different. So I'm not going to, I mean, I'm going to pull out heat. But I want to show you guys a full collection that not many people have. Uh, there's nine pairs, and I have the full trophy room pair. So I'm going to sh start off with something that people see. These are the reveals, right? Mm. These came out for Brazil. Uh, so with this one, oh, wait, there we go. There you go. You guys will see it, it has a trophy yep. room. Simple as that. The next pair didn't even drop. These are also 
a Ooh, pair of trophy rooms. Color. I love it. Color. But this love never it. got approved. This had never got approved because it was not anything to do with the trophy room. This is something Jordan Brand just dropped. These were they never released. They got like the whole trophy room on the inside. So wow. not many people have this. The next one is where people started, you know, with the retros. The blue Francais. The mm. the sixteens. You guys probably saw the whole thing with DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have a wear pair of everything and then I got everything that's displayed back there, but you know, there we go. It's, it's a, it's a uh-huh. blue shoe. It's literally a blue shoe. It says a trophy room on the side, uh, and then it says blue français for blue. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but the next one is the seventeens. Yeah, um, man. This, Those are nice. this shoe, this shoe. If you go into the trophy room store, you'll see this is the one one of the ones sitting up on the wall. But this is, you know. Yeah, and then of course it has the you know the, mm-hmm. the shrouds and everything. But this is another one of my favorites. Um, and these next two is where it started. This is the first two releases, the twenty threes. Mm-hmm. These were num- these were numbered as uh, I believe to five thousand. This is number eighteen ninety. Um, a great shoe. This was for one their first drop. Love now, love this the pattern one, on that. Yeah, so this pattern is actually Michael Jordan's signature, if you look really closely. Yeah. So this one is very, very special. This mm-hmm. was a friends and mm-hmm. family. It's only 523 pairs. This is number four out of 523. Wow. You know, so that. this was – the leather is amazing on this one. And the colors. Now – One second before oh. we – I was going to say, wait, wait, wait. I know what Jay said to go through because we got a lot, but I just that's just that, beautiful yeah. with the two. Yep, that's a that's that's excellent. I, I love that right there. Yeah. Yep. So this was this was released to the public, uh, mm-hmm. five thousand pairs, and this was friends and family. Friends and family for this. I pair. like yeah. it. And I don't think and people then, realize that like five thousand pairs is like nothing. It might sound yeah, like a lot. lot. No, it's not. Yeah. So people don't know sneakers, yeah. but, but that's like. Yeah. I mean, it's so basically you can't find them anywhere. Yeah. Five thousand pairs. I mean, it's yeah, nothing. Because e- even even these pairs were, were for five thousand pairs, but this is number ninety nine. Yeah. So you know. They're all numbered. So um, the next two pairs are where the crazy hype started when this shoe dropped. Mm-hmm. This is the Trophy Room Jordan 5s. Yep. Um, we did a whole campaign on this. Uh, I actually had these shoes two months, almost two months before they dropped. I couldn't post pictures. I couldn't do anything. They were just like, just hold on to them. So we took our pictures and everything and just waited mm-hmm. and then dropped them. But this is 7,000 pairs originally. The suede on this is just yeah, beautiful. man. That is like, you know that is um, a fire it, shoot. The colorway yeah, comes with like comes with multiple laces, orange is another one. But I did the red just to be a little uh, different. Um, cool thing with this one is on the it was meant to um, represent Chicago and you know mm-hmm. the the flag colorway blue color. Yep. Look, mm-hmm. look at the bottom. That's the, like the floor of the trophy room in mm-hmm. Michael Jordan's house, and on the inside is like the cork, like you know, champagne and everything. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Great shoe. The next one is what broke. I think I broke the internet with this one. The internet. Yeah. <laughs> this one was the friends and yeah. family pair. Well, five, Gabby, five twenty-three. Th- so, so you know, AJ, the the those are like oh, not the trophy room, but like that particular colorway of the AJ five is Gabby's. Maybe your favorite shoe or top the Toro Fours. Yeah, you're thinking the Toro Fours, but oh, I you're love, right, Toro Fours. Yeah, you're I right. That's that what I'm thinking. colorway, though. <laughs> I got that back there too. I actually wore them the other day. You just got to be careful because I mean, you never know what's gonna they're gonna explode or not. But 
but this is 523 <laughs> pairs. So the way that is, you whew. see the, the, the back has one has yeah. the jump man, one has Nike. So the, uh, friends and family pair had the Nike on one and the trophy room on the other. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the color combo with the red, with the baby blue is just like, it just hit, you know? Yes, um, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, this, this shoe, when, when I received it, you, you knew that you're like, okay, they love me. Because only, you know, like Khaled got them, uh, you know, yeah. um, Conceited got them. Yeah. Jumpman Bostic, who's another great friend of ours, he he was blessed with a pair. Um, so, yeah, not a lot. And then when I finally put these on feet, because people were just, like, not wearing them. I wore them in Chica- uh, SneakerCon Chicago or, I don't know, Montreal, one of those. I wore them somewhere, and it just went, like, bananas. Because they're like, oh, my God, somebody's actually wearing these. So, that's that. Well, so you, you know, before you show the next pair, like yeah. you're, you wear your shoes, right? I mean, what's the point of I, having them if you're not going to wear them? I wear, wear every single pair, <laughs> you know, like, I, yeah, that's the thing. Look, sneakers are art, right? Like you have to look at it this way. Like if you have wall art on your wall, at least this art, you can have people see it. You can be like, I have the Mona Lisa in my house. Who the hell is going to know? Because <laughs> right. nobody sees it. I can say I have Mona Lisa on my feet. People are going to be like, oh, okay. You know, like that's just, but again, it's, there's collectors and then there's resellers and then Mm -hmm. there's people that just wear their stuff. Like some, Mm -hmm. I know some collectors that only collect PEs and they just don't wear them because Mm -hmm. they, that's their thing. You know, it's not anything against them. They wear other Jordans, but Mm -hmm. their PEs are just like, they're massive. So yeah, but the last pair (laughs) for sure, sure broke the internet. Broke social media, uh, you know, the internet. Broke, yeah, broke everyone. Accounts, everyone, like, everyone yeah. got mad. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it's one of those because when they dropped, I, 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 you probably saw it, like on my Instagram. I said when these, when I'm able to, the first snowfall in Chicago, I'm going to jump in a pair and, and jump in snow with them. Ugh. People thought I was BSing. No, I, I love it, everything about it. Mad. Gerard would never. But... I mean, the Gerard blue, would never, but. Oh. The blue laces, the Jordan, the trophy room Jordan ones. This is, uh, there's 12,000 pairs in this one. This one is number 238. Uh, again, I wear them. Yep. That's my I birthday. My you shoes. know that, right? 823 right there. <laughs> there so, you know, my birth. So the cool thing is February. So this dropped February 10th. My birthday is February 10th. Oh. So when I, re- so when I received oh. these, I was... It was just like, oh my god, you know, my birthday, you know, greatest so birthday them. gift ever. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then I was just like, just let's just see what happens, because you know, everybody wants to do something for the internet. I jumped in snow. I had Mayor, uh, Mayor, uh, Fat Joe, all these guys like, bro, what are you doing? They're sneakers, <laughs> and they're leather. They'll come off, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, this was a shoe that, um. People loved me and hated me at the same time. I can see that. Uh, <laughs> you know, but it, it, you it's, know, what it it's is. one of those like, look, it's a sneaker, man. Like, mm-hmm. People beef over leather. Come on now. Like there's mm-hmm. more, there's more stuff out there, but Way yeah. More. So this is these people ask what means the most to you. These, all these sneakers mean mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in general, because it's um, one, when you grow up, can't afford them. You could actually get them now. It's just, it's just dear to you. And to be a part of, you know, this company, to know, like, the design that goes into it, what what's the whole, you know, the story. Before people knew what the story was, and, you know, when they told me the story, I'm like, how did you guys come up with this? This is crazy. 
that's what me that's what uh-huh. I like about why, it. Yep. No, that I mean that's listen. That was some serious heat, man. I think. Woo, we got <laughs> well, the last the, out. one, two, three. The last five, yeah. That people, the other ones, people really don't care about. But again, it's what I like. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that ultimately, that's what it's about. And again, mm-hmm. what you're tied in. Of course, those sneakers are exclusive and rare and all that. But it's about your brother Ali, his connection to Marcus, like your connection to the. Okay, it's a relationship. Like that's why you love it so yeah. much. Yep. If it Family. was just some random whatever, I'm not saying you wouldn't like it, but you'd be like, yeah. all right, like, but it, it means more because of those connections. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could have pulled out my Mars Blackman Jordan ones that not Jeez. many people know about that, you know, they came out in no, only in New York, you mm-hmm. know. So I got a pair of those. Those are going for 10K, but this is what means the most to me. Yeah, no, no, that that, that makes total sense. AJ, man, it was a pleasure having you on. Tell the people where they can find you, follow me on Instagram, get at you, all that. Yeah, so uh, there's a few places you can find me. Well, Ty87Kicks on Instagram or pretty much on any platform is my personal page. Uh, You can follow our company, On My Feet. It's On My Feet app and then OMF Network. That's our, you know, our sneaker network. And maybe we can talk about that another day. I would love for you guys to be on our show. Uh, Love but, it. you know we're sneaker streaming sneaker streaming so check us out on that we um but yeah you guys can find me everywhere i'm i'm all over <laughs> he's like i'm accessible we appreciate that man thank you so much and folks we will be off next week so you guys enjoy easter and all that good stuff gabby's gonna be doing a lot of traveling she got coachella coming up listen she's a she's a busy woman out here in these streets and I just don't want to talk to y'all. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> and I, you need somebody to go with you? I, mean, you to go with you. I, I mean, I can get I can get some of my friends to like protect you, you know, like so we can all just be around with you. We'll, 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 we'll look into it. We'll look into it. It's in the Coachella streets. Let's do it. And uh, folks, we are part of the Counting Things family. As you know, of course, you can find us with the original Bomb Show, Woke Bros, uh, Crypto Bros, The Winning Time, um, uh, Show recap about HBO, about the Lakers dynasty, all that good stuff. And, of course, at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. Until next time, everybody, peace.